Have you ever wondered what it takes to create a life that's free from the bonds of corporate slavery? Maybe you're already on that journey, but you're still figuring it out. This show aims to show you the way by sharing the real stories, strategies, tactics, trials and tribulations of freedom seekers at different stages of their journeys, from running a business on the side to serial entrepreneurs who've launched and scaled multiple multi-million dollar firms. Hello, I'm Craigie B. This is Corporate Escape Plan. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Corporate Escape Plan podcast. Um, Today's guest is on a mission to help mission-led business owners change the world by distributing their message and attracting ideal clients using online sales funnels. He's an entrepreneur and podcaster who left a job he hated to go it alone with a business of his own. Today, he runs a social media marketing agency, providing a wide range of services from marketing consulting to search engine optimization to paid advertising across all the major social media channels. He recently launched the Rising Entrepreneur podcast, which is great, by the way, where he picks the brains of successful entrepreneurs, the purpose being to share the wisdom he wished he'd had when he started out with a business of his own. I wanted to bring this man onto the corporate escape plan because his mission is similar to mine. So who is this guy? His name is Corey Benchop, founder of Show Up Social Marketing Agency and founder and host of the Rising Entrepreneur podcast. Welcome, Corey. Craig, thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. And uh, definitely a pleasure to be on your show. And thanks for having me on, man. Okay, so we chatted about this briefly. We're not going to hang about here. I'm just going to crack on and ask you to go ahead and share your corporate escape story. Uh, I can't wait to hear it because I'm sure I haven't heard all of it yet. Um, And to invite you also to share, let's say, for example, the top one, two, or maybe three pieces of advice you would give someone who's thinking about embarking on this entrepreneurial journey. Awesome. Well, I mean, uh, let's see, where do I start? I guess I'll start with the job that I had that I ended up leaving, which was a job in construction. So it wasn't uh, necessarily the typical corporate sort of environment that, you know, maybe uh, your listeners or some of your other guests may have been from. But, you know, for me, it was definitely a corporate environment because the company that I worked for was a huge corporation. And I was, I was really just kind of a cog in the wheel, if you know, if you know what I mean. So I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. And, you know, for me, um, that job actually just came out of necessity. I mean, I just needed a job at a point in my life. I needed to start making money. I was a young kid, you know, I think I got into it at about 19, 19 or 20. And um, just, it became like, I woke up 10 years later, and I was still doing it. It was kind of one of those situations. And, you know, I realized uh, in construction, you know, uh, it's not the most positive environment. Like, the people that work in construction or laborers, you know, in general, um, they really, they're unhappy with their positions, a lot of them. And I I don't want to generalize and say everybody is that way. But for most of the people that I was working with, you know, there was a lot of negativity in in the uh, in the environment and at the workplace. 
And, you know, people are kind of always complaining about this or complaining about that, having to work overtime, you know, the long commutes that we had to get to and from the job sites. Um, there's just kind of always something to complain about, right? And I don't know, I'm just the kind of person um, that I, I really hate, and I hate to use the word hate, but I really dislike, like really deeply dislike complaining because I'm a firm believer that, you know, we create our reality and we create uh, the the world, you know, the way that we want it to be. And if you're complaining about something, it's, it's in direct response to something that you've done. Like it's, it's your world, it's your life. And if you have a situation you don't like, you have the full power to change it. So, you know, I'm trying to get more uh, empathetic and sympathetic to that whole side of, of reality. Cause I mean, the fact of the matter is, is life is tough, you know, and we definitely have our ups and downs. So I get it. There's definitely things to complain about, but I don't know. So anyways, long story short, I was in construction and I basically wanted to remove myself from the environment as much as possible. And what I started doing was listening to podcasts. And actually, um, that's, that's one great thing about construction is I could pop in headphones and literally just work, not have to talk to anybody, you know? So I was filling my mind with all kinds of, you know, positivity, um, personal development type things, uh, listening to entrepreneurial podcasts, you know, listening to podcasts like this, where, you know, you're just hearing the stories of other people that have gone through certain situations and have found their way out of it. And to me, that's so inspiring. Um, and actually is what inspired me to take the leap myself and, you know, end up pursuing my life uh, and dreams of being an entrepreneur and a business owner and creating something, you know, in the world. Um, you know, I think one of the things too, that kind of unites us all uh, in this space is that we all have a desire to help. And, we all sort of feel like, you know, we're here for a reason, you know, like there's a bigger purpose to our life. And sometimes, you know, that gets lost in just the monotony of a job, you know, and, and just a, a, like I say, for me, this particular job was just a means to an end. I, I just needed to make money. Um, I had connections with somebody who was in the construction industry. They kind of brought me in on a referral, got me the job. And then from then on, you know, like I said, 10 years went by. And it's, you know, it's sad because a lot of people lose their, uh, their passion and their life in this regard. You know, they end up in a career that they may not be fully, you know, um, like happy about, but because you get to a point almost, they call it golden handcuffs where you start, you know, if you've been there for any length of time and you've gotten promotions and moved up the corporate ladder whatsoever, like you start almost making too much money to leave. It becomes very hard to justify actually leaving that job, you know, so that's why I say the golden handcuffs, you're handcuffed to that job, you know, and the reality in that situation is, well, you know, what lifestyle are you living? Why do you need this much money? You know, I mean, but that's, that's kind of what happens is we, we get a raise, we buy some more stuff, we get a raise, we buy some more stuff. And like our level of life is always right at that level. And, and that's why, you know, we're stressed out and we're living paycheck to paycheck and so forth. And that's a whole nother conversation living below, below your means. But, um, you know, those golden handcuffs are real and it creates a real, uh, it feels just like you're shackled to your job. So it's, it can be tough, but you know, I had been doing this for, you know, like I say, 10 years. Um, and the, the work that I was doing, I'm, I'm still a certified electrician, but I was working on commercial and industrial type facilities. So we built out hospitals, we built out office buildings, we built out schools, like just all kinds of facilities, you know, and I felt good about that work because I knew that what I was doing was building something that would provide, 
you know, uh, like in t- terms of a hospital, I built two children's hospitals. Like I know that those hospitals are saving lives now, wow. you know, built, I built some schools and like, I know that those schools are teaching kids that, you know, they're learning stuff. And, and so I could get connected and sort of tie myself to that uh, value proposition. So doing the work, I could deal with it. But um, it got to a point where, you know, I just couldn't any longer and I couldn't sort of fake myself out into believing that this is what I should be doing. And so, again, I started listening to the podcasts um, and really just, I mean, I, I became obsessed, man. Like I just, I, I didn't want to be in that environment anymore. And I sort of internalized that decision. And, you know, for about a year, I continued to work, but I was starting to make a plan in my mind, you know, of like my exit strategy and what it was I was going to do, um, you know, to actually pay the bills and continue to move forward. And I don't know. I guess my actual transition is not something I would recommend to anybody because uh, even though while I was kind of formulating the plan in my mind, I wasn't actively um, taking actions to build the thing on the side. So I basically went in one day and it was January of, it's like January 1st or 2nd of 2014. I went in and I just put in my two weeks notice and I said, you know, this is it. I'm quitting. And it was because, you know, I just made that decision. In hindsight, what I should have done is really kind of started to build some of my, you know, skill set and some of the things that I wanted to do on the side. But I just, I mean, man, I would wake up at three in the morning and I'd have to drive like an hour to get to my job site. I would work eight or nine hours. And then if there was ever overtime, um, it's almost like you're obligated to do the overtime. It's weird. Like I had to wake up at three in the morning, sometimes earlier than that to drive an hour, sometimes an hour and a half to get to the job site. I'd be working eight hours, 10 hours. And if they offered you overtime, it would be like at the end of the day. And it was just like this obligation that you had to just stay and work the extra two hours if it was available, because they would ask you once. And if you said no ever, you'd never get asked again. You know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that needed the overtime. So they would ask you if you didn't want it. Well, now it goes to the next guy and we're never going to ask you again. And so that obligation was kind of there. And I, I, I always wanted to excel in my job. I wanted to become a foreman. I wanted to be, you know, to move up the ranks in that situation. So um, I was doing what I could to, to make the, the company happy. You know what I mean? Um, but all that being said, it took so much of my time. And I would go home, fight traffic to get home, get home around five or six. So it's barely enough time to like relax, eat a little bit of food, go to sleep, to have to turn around and do it all over again. So as I was mentioning, like my uh, sort of a transition period from that job to just going in and quitting is not something I would recommend. I, I would definitely recommend that people start whatever it is they're thinking about doing on the side and, and actually try to turn it into a viable um, production where, you know, you're actually generating some income, you're providing results, you're actually creating something of value before you just, you know, go all into it. But for me, this was kind of the way I had to do it. So you know, I was, again, I was filling my mind with positivity. I was filling my mind with opportunity through the podcasts. And um, I guess that Christmas really is when it just hit me. I was like, I have to quit. Like, I have to go after this. You know, it's, it's been calling me for so long. It's something I've, I've always wanted to do. And I feel like now is the time, you know, I was married at the time, but I didn't have any kids. We didn't own the house that we lived in. We were renting. So as far as responsibilities go, like it was a really good time for me to, to make that leap. And I just went in, I quit my job and uh, decided I would grow my wings on the way down. And, you know, for me, what I did was I cashed out my 401, which is our, in the States here, that's our retirement plan. And, you know, I paid huge penalties and huge fines, but 
it was a nest egg. It was something that I could work off of. And that gave me about a year's runway of, you know, covering all the bills and everything like that. And I was like, I'm just going to figure it out, you know? And so I started teaching myself um, all kinds of stuff from, you know, building websites, learning how to build websites, you know, WordPress, and then all the different uh, plugins and tools that they have out there. Now, fortunately, there's much better options, but uh, well, WordPress is fine. But anyway, that's a tangent. So mm -hmm. I, I was teaching myself how to build uh, websites. I was learning about marketing and learning about sales. Um, and I've always been into like psychology and why people do what they do and sort of what makes people act. So it just worked hand in hand with the whole element of sales and learning really how to persuade folks um, into taking action on your offer, whatever it may be. Um, so it really fascinated me. And it was, just, it was like a rabbit hole, man. And like I say, I became obsessed with just learning and like always trying to find, you know, the next piece of the puzzle. And it's funny how, you know, when you start a journey, like one solution just brings you to the next problem and then find the next solution that brings you to the next problem. And that's just kind of been my, my course over the last five years, which is how long I've been, you know, an entrepreneur and been running my own business. Um, but I found myself in many areas. Uh, I've started false started many different business ideas that yeah. uh, some of them just fell flat on their face and were terrible ideas. And some of them, you know, I was able to work out and, and, and stuck with. Um, but you know, I think the most important thing is really to understand like, uh, what, what you truly are passionate about and finding what your purpose is. So you mentioned if I would, uh, bring in like my three top tips for, you know, or t pieces of advice, you know, for mm -hmm. people that are thinking about transitioning yeah. out of corporate life. I mean, for me, I think the top, like the top one that I want to talk about is, you know, really finding that passion or purpose for you and for your life. I mean, I always knew that I wanted to help people. And I think a lot of people, again, can relate to that. As entrepreneurs, we just want to help. You know, we, we don't necessarily know what that means, at, you know, in the beginning, but we know that we want to help people somehow, some way. Um, and really, it's, it's about that service, right? Providing a service, because it's funny how, you know, like, let's say at a, at a holiday or something where you're giving gifts and you're exchanging gifts, right? Like, it's great to receive gifts. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love getting, you know, a cool toy or whatever, right? I love getting cool stuff. But for me, and I, I think for a lot of people, the bigger joy, the bigger value comes from giving somebody something and seeing their reaction, you know, and, and really like, like seeing them light up and, and, you know, get joyous about receiving something that they always wanted. Like for me, that is, is way more impactful and is, is like a better gift to me than the actual gift itself. And I think that is the embodiment of wanting to help, you know, and wanting to serve. So finding that purpose and that passion of yours and how you can marry that with providing value to somebody is really what's going to be that perfect business idea. And, you know, in order to have like how to find that passion, how to find that purpose. I mean, think about the things um, I actually just got off an interview on, on my show where I was talking to somebody about this and, you know, there's a couple of questions you can ask yourself, like what are some of the things that your friends or your family come to you for? Like, what are the things that they come to you and say, Hey, can you help me with this? Like, I know you're good at this. Can you help me with this? Um, you know, like try to think of some of those things, you know, like why do people come to you and approach you and ask for your help? And that's, that's definitely a good indicator into what your skills, like your inherent skill set is. Cause if other people see it in you and you maybe don't see it in yourself, like you have that skill because you know, other people are getting value from you, even though you don't know that you're providing it. So it's a great question to ask yourself. And then the next one is like, you know, um, 
what is it that you do sometimes, like you find yourself doing where like time just melts away? And, you know, some, some activities we get into, it's like, we just get so focused, so in the zone that like hours can go by and we don't even realize it. Right. So think about like, what are some of those activities that you may do and uh, things that you, those are clearly things you truly enjoy, you know, and, and bring that into that space of, okay, maybe you could turn something like that into a business idea, you know? And then the third question is, what is something that you wouldn't mind doing for free, right? What is a, an activity or a service that you wouldn't mind providing for free because it just feels right to you and it's just something you want to do, you know? And these are just a couple of questions that you can ask yourself to really start to figure out, like, what is your passion? What is your purpose? What, what is a great idea that you could maybe leverage into a business? Um, and, you know, with the internet and digital media nowadays, the opportunities are endless, man. I mean, there's just, it's so easy to get out there and make a Facebook group or, you know, a Facebook page and, and start building a couple of websites to offer things, you know, and start building your community and, um, you know, putting content out there. Like it's, it's just easy, man. This opportunity that we have to, to create a business, to become entrepreneurs, like it'll never be this easy again or, Maybe it will, but it, it's definitely never been this easy before. And so right now is a brilliant time to actually step into that space if that's something you're considering. Um, and then, so I got a couple more pieces of advice. Uh, another thing I would say is to really follow your fear. You know, I think fear is one of those things that is a great compass for us in life. And um, if we learn how to look at it and, and learn how to have the right perspective, because there's lots of things in life that, that we're afraid of. And it's funny how, you know, as kids, obviously there's more things, but you learn over time that by doing the thing that you're afraid of, it's like, what was I even afraid of, right? Once you're on the other side of that fence, you realize it was silly to, to have that fear in the first place, but it taught you something about yourself by doing it. That experience teaches you lessons that you would have never learned otherwise. So I feel like a fear is a great indicator of exactly what you should be doing. You know, if you're afraid to, to quit your job or you're afraid to go after this, you know, this dream that you may have, like that's your, that's your indicator telling you this is what you need to do, you know? And I always say that our best life is on the other side of an uncomfortable decision. You know, we have to be, we have to be willing to get a little uncomfortable sometimes and take some risks in order to grow. So, um, I really enjoy actually fear. I, I, I love looking at my life and, and almost like dissecting it and analyzing it and realizing, okay, what, like, what am I afraid of, you know, or what am I kind of hesitant to, to try or to do? And then I just, you know, again, I'll, I'll look at that as an indicator. Okay. What is that trying to tell me about this activity? What are some opportunities that maybe lie on the other side of that? And a great question to ask yourself in that regard is like, what's the worst case scenario? I mean, what, like if I were to do this thing, what's the worst case scenario that could happen? You know, as long as you're, you don't die on the other side of that or someone else doesn't get injured. Like chances are it's something that you can probably manage. You know, it's, it's, you probably be okay if that scenario unfolded. So that being said, if, if you can manage it, then just go for it. Just go after it. You know, like take that risk, take that leap, try the thing. And Hey, if you fall flat on your face, oh, well, at least you tried and you've learned something in the, in the process. Um, so I, and, and one more piece of advice is to really have faith, um, in your actions and, and what it is you're trying to do. You know, a lot of faith is a funny thing, man, cause you know, people will get the religious connotation of it or they'll think, you know, it's just some spiritual woo woo type of thing. But 
Like the reality is, is, you know, regardless of what you believe in, uh, religion, you know, set aside, um, having faith in your life and having faith in your actions that, you know, you are doing something and you know something good is going to come of that. Believing that really something good is going to come on the other side of, of this, you know, uh, venture, whatever it may be. Having that faith is critical to the success actually showing up. You know, it's, it's kind of that power of attraction, the law of attraction type of thing in work. You have to truly believe that it's going to work in order for it to work, right? Every, everything, every time, I mean, just think back on your life. Like, have you ever been in a situation and, you know, you just kind of always expected the worst and you were always like, oh, you know, like, I hope that this works out, but I, I know it's not going to. And then sure enough, it doesn't, right? A lot of times, like, there's a reason for that. It's because you believe that it wouldn't. Even though you maybe had all the hope in the world, you truly inside you internally believed that it wasn't going to work out and the universe delivered. It didn't work out. You know, so if we can shift that mindset and shift that belief a little bit to saying, hey, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing, but I have faith that what I'm doing is going to work. It's, it's interesting how uh, it changes the outcome and it changes the result. And, you know, for me, I, I just, I guess it, it could be considered a little bit delusional, but <laughs> I have a faith that financially I will be taken care of. Like I'm like, Craig, I am so not worried about money. It's kind of crazy. Like I just, in my family, they probably think I'm crazy as well because um, I just, I'm so not worried about where my next paycheck's going to come from or where the next client's going to come from because I just know that if I continue on this journey of providing value and trying to help people, I have faith that I will be taken care of. And to me, I don't need, you know, and again, this is kind of the self-awareness piece, but I know that I don't need the fancy car. I've had it. It didn't do anything for me. I don't need the house full of, you know, the garage full of tools and full of stuff. I had it. It doesn't do anything for me. So I'm very aware of who I am and, and what's important to me. And now uh, in this stage of my life, that self-awareness allows me to have the faith um, knowing that I'll be taken care of. So I think that those are really kind of like the three main things and definitely some drivers for me uh, that have helped keep me on track and sort of keep moving forward in this complete journey of the unknown because that's what entrepreneurship is. That's what being a business owner is, is you're treading water in a space that you've never been in before. Um, so, so yeah, I guess that would be my three points of advice. Fabulous. Well, love those tips and um, advice that you've shared with us today, Corey. I want to thank you um, for sharing your story and your tips for people who are thinking about embarking on this journey. And I'm delighted to say that you've agreed to record a, a, another episode with us that that will allow us to dig deeper into this um, mindset and psychology side of things, which um, you've touched uh, touched on there. And I think it'd be great to um, take a deep dive into more of that. Um, yeah. And um, so before we wrap up, I just want to invite you to share something that you're up to, um, something that you want to talk about and share with our audience. Oh, sure, man. Well, I appreciate you, Craig. And, and, you know, I hope, you know, you guys listening, I know it's been kind of a, a choppy interview. We got cut off there on the call for a little while, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully this, this, this kind of resonated with you a little bit. And, and, you know, my story is, is really, I think it's something a lot of people kind of, their stories are similar to some degree. You know, you have this burning desire to do something. You realize that the life you're living right now is not fulfilling that. 
And so you have to make a change, right? It's, it's kind of, it's very linear, but um, when you look at it that way, but I think it's true. So yeah, so hopefully you guys got value and hopefully your listeners definitely uh, enjoyed that. But you know, for sure, if you guys are interested right now, the project that I'm, I'm really pumped about and definitely uh, would love for you to check out is my podcast and it's called The Rising Entrepreneur. And um, it's all about, you know, this really, which is inspiring the next generation of entrepreneurs to, to go after their dreams and to really take that leap. Because again, a podcast is exactly what did it for me. And that's really why I created this was to hopefully give back. Um, so I'd love for you to go check that out. Again, it's called The Rising Entrepreneur. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all the different outlets. Uh, or you can just go to therisingentrepreneur.com. And then also, I just want to throw in there, we have a Facebook group that we put together, and uh, we're calling it the Entrepreneur's Movement. So if you'd love to join that, um, I'd definitely love to have you in there. You know, we teach about all kinds of different things on business, about getting started, about how to set everything up legally, uh, as well as the inspiration and the mindset side of things. And plus, you can connect with all the guests that we have on our show. Um, so you can join that by just going to my FB group.com so fb like facebook myfbgroup.com and uh, we'll, we'll get you in but yeah craig this has been a blast man and, and i appreciate you you know giving space for everybody to come on and share their stories and hopefully um you know your listeners again are, are gaining some value from this you are most welcome sir um yeah so that's the rising entrepreneur podcast which can be found on itunes um, which other platforms can you find it on it's, again? Uh, it's everywhere you find podcasts, pretty much. iTunes, Spotify. Twitter. So you've, you've managed to distribute it on all platforms. Brilliant. And also, you're invited to look up Corey's Facebook group, um, which is that's free to join, I presume? Absolutely. Yeah. So you just need to type into Facebook. Well, it's the Rising Entrepreneurs Movement is actually the name of the group. But again, if you just go to myfbgroup.com, that'll take you right there too. Great. Fabulous. Well, thanks so much for joining us today, Corey. I've loved what you've had to share. I, I really enjoyed listening to all of that. It was fabulous. And um, I'm looking forward to welcoming you onto another episode very soon. Um, so thanks for coming along. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Craig. It's been a blast. Cheers, Corey. Bye. So if you've enjoyed today's episode and feel you'd benefit from joining a community of like-minded people, then you may wish to consider joining our free Facebook community. Head over to Facebook now, look for the Corporate Escape Plan community, then apply to join by answering the questions. The group officially opens on Monday, March 9th, 2020. So if you're listening to this episode during our launch week, you may need to wait a number of days for your application to be approved. See you inside.